What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And it's Dorinda's gay lover, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind that. I'll tell share it later. Tell us oh, I'll tell it now. No, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me get some of the drinks. Hold on. Later. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, oh, uh oh, there's a squeak. <laughs> I had to get the squeak in. So me and Zorinda used to be like super, super best friends. But I think I more so probably had like a sick obsession with Dorinda. Let oh. my mom tell it. Let my oh. mom tell it. Because she felt like, because my mom's cutthroat. She felt like it was too ridiculous to be upset about friends in high school or middle school. Because she's like, you're probably never going to talk to these people again. But <laughs> You know, when you grow up as a military brat, any military brats listening, your friends become your family. Yeah, you and connect. Dorinda yeah. was like my first black girlfriend. I was like, oh my God. So when we started beefing because she decided to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I, that's what I recall. I remember crying to my mom and my mom told me later on in life she thought it was because I was gay and I like had fell in love with Dorinda. <laughs> Wow. That was her only explanation. I said, so it couldn't have been me just really being hurt about a friend. That didn't make sense to you, but gay made wow. more, more, that made more sense to her. So apparently were. we're gay lovers. She doesn't have a choice. Well, uh, I like to hear your mom saying it. Yeah. She did. She did. And I was like, what? Brand. That's terrible. Oh my God. So anyway, welcome. Um, apparently Brandy's gay lover slash jack of all trades and master of some Miss Dorinda. Um, did you guys graduate the same year too? Yeah. yeah we're all over. All over. God, here we go. Here Not here day. we go. <laughs> no. Damn, CJ. Ass. I don't look you a day over 30. But CJ is young. You graduated early. Like I did. I graduated when I was 17. Like, I, my senior year, I started, I was 16. So I had like yeah, so just She's turned. almost there with us. She's not That's why CJ was always like above it all. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I just can't. <laughs> always. Just terrible. Always. You guys are so immature. Listen. It's, so it's like you're two years older than us. Fuck up. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> are you guys, you, guys, yeah, uh, you guys aren't 36, right? 35? I'm 34. He's 34. I'm 34. Right? Yeah, see, I'm about to be 38 this year. I'm a few years. Okay, three though. fucking years. We don't fucking care. The point is, it's on sight when we see you. That's the point. Oh my God. Not on sight. Wait a minute. I'm not leaving my house anymore. Not that I can. Anywho, anywho. Okay, Karen, she's like, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> she did. She did say that. That's what I heard, D. That's what I heard. She's gonna I'm be done. screaming, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't nobody scared Baby, of you. You just all bark. You all bark. You be all right. <laughs> all okay. Your brother know I'm barking bite, okay? Oh no. Can't wait till he's back on the show. Can't wait. <laughs> Anywho, we are off task from the first three minutes. Oh my god, let me talk. God damn, you listening sorry. to this? Sorry, Anywho, sorry. no, they not. They not. Sorry. Anyway, um, so <laughs> really this not. episode is going to air uh, a couple days before Juneteenth, I believe. Right? Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, uh, so we wanted to bring Miss Dorinda on because she has a bunch of businesses. Uh, Kind of like my major hustles that how many do you have right now that you're working on 
One, two, three right now. Three right now. Yeah, see, yeah. I got like three or four right now. So it's, I think it was really important to like bring up some um, business related stuff because A, the economy is like fluctuating hardcore right now um, because businesses have been closed so long. A lot of people who work at places are still out of work. I think these, you're barely going <laughs> back. I know. I saw that some of the casinos were opening back up. So I'm assuming that you're going back soon too, right? Yeah, they're opening us up slowly and they're bringing us back by order of seniority, like house seniority. Oh, okay. So, And I've been with that company for almost five years. But like there's a lot of people that have been there longer than me. So they're bringing okay. back. You started to sound like a Decepticon a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I don't Sorry. know. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's happening with the world today because apparently T-Mobile and a few other carriers had issues. Tell and- me about it. No texting. Rob had to call me on the Facebook app so that he could like go through data instead of like the phone. That's weird. I know it is weird. Um, so our main, I I guess, do you wanna do you wanna give us a little origin story, Dorinda, of like what type of businesses you're doing? If you if you can talk about all of it, I know our main one might end up being the t-shirt thing, but um, if you got the other stuff, and also if you want to talk about. The job job you have too. So what do you what do you do on your nine to five? Jizzy jizza. <laughs> I work at a jazz lounge. So Ooh. I do I knew it was a jazzy jizzy jizza. Go ahead, sorry. I didn't catch I you off. I you look like I one of those types. You're so the manager there? Yeah. So I'll I wait tables. Operation. Everything. It's a small business. And it's a black owned business also. Nice. Gotcha. Yes woman oh nice okay Ooh. can you shout them out are you allowed to put the name out there you know what i don't even know i didn't even ask her so, ask her and if she's cool we'll we'll post it yeah okay yeah you'll see oh with the artists so and they're so good like the artists that come there they be fine men and i really enjoy the pictures she posts <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna how long have you been there um since it's been a year now oh okay nice. so you've been there a minute um so what about your other three uh i think entrepreneurial businesses that you've started on the so side there my next main one is lucinda's creations so actually me and my mom do that together oh, okay gotcha it started off as a hobby i was doing i learned how to do embroidery in high school okay and then we went down the parents was like oh you need to go to school da, 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 da. but i always knew i wanted to own my own business Gotcha. So from embroidery to vinyl to just doing different arts and crafts. And that's one, my main one right now. My mm. other one is not still in the books. So that one will come out sooner than later. So I won't okay. talk too much about that's it. That's cool. You, secret you, projects. You, yeah, right? you got to tell us everything. That's cool. That's all right. <laughs> but yes. And I do a little bit of fitness on the side. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. you do have a lot of stuff No, no. On. It's not just any type of fitness. What kind she of fitness? can do pole fitness. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That's a huge chunk you shouldn't have left out for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, we, need, we, right? need to, we need to know that it was pole fitness. It's yeah. pole. Get it right. It's been a while since I've taught classes, but I used to teach pole fitness on the regular. I want to learn. Right? It's fun. It's fun. I want to do the slow motion walk like around the pole because that shit looks so hard. I think that's where I have to leave it because I've been going to tell your whole club down if I'm just <laughs> 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 
all the walls is coming down for no. me, my big ass. I've seen, I've seen the, I've seen big girls like me all up on it too. And they be talking about niggas like me. You talking about big girls like me? Big girls like me. Shut your itty bitty ass up. My big ass be to tow your whole club down. I need a titanium. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. Okay, so this is going to be a hard question. If you had to pick, like, what's your favorite thing that you're doing out of those four things right now? My favorite? Yeah. If you had to choose and narrow it down and, like, tomorrow somebody said you had to pick one and focus on it. That's all you can do forever. What would it be? I'll stick with the the designing shirts and doing crafts. I'll do business creation. Does that make you? Now, is that something you have like a website for and you're selling online or is it more of a like you go through and like showcase first and then sell like through your Instagram and things like that? A lot of it is just um, I'll do shirts and showcase them a little bit. But mm-hmm. A lot of it is just people coming up and saying, hey, I need some shirts designed. Okay. Like, shirts are just single shirts. Um, our motto is you say it, we display it. Oh, that's cute. We're like, mm. that's that's cute. No, word of mouth is a big thing, I think, too, especially yeah. like in our like in black society too, because you know, if you if you are having like a business where you make food and somebody tells somebody that you can't fry chicken, you know they're not gonna do any good. Right. Because it doesn't matter how good your website looks or anything like that, because word of mouth is like serious for them. Um do you do you have like any other businesses that you've done that you like completely failed at and just left alone? Because I know I have a few like that too. Look at her; she's like, plenty. <laughs> so I did a lot of direct sales. Okay. People come to me like, oh, you have the personality, you know, you have you learn quickly. Mm-hmm. So I've sold candles, I've sold adult toys, and mm-hmm. all that. I've Still kind of have on the side uh, mm-hmm. clothing, have you heard of LuLaRoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've done that a little bit, but, you know, with the change in time, I'm kind of mm-hmm. crafting my businesses a little towards us. Oh, yeah, gotcha. No, I totally think and that. And for those that can't, like, see her, she black. <laughs> she means you crafting her business towards the black economy. So is the what coloreds. She means. <laughs> No, no, not the colored Scott. <laughs> Always saying stuff. One day somebody's just gonna like randomly listen to our podcast and not know that we're all brown and black. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> definitely gonna be like these racists. I've had people do it at the job, and I'm like, I'm of color, ma'am. <laughs> you can't, you can't say that to me. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's so funny. Like, so what's like your favorite thing to do like let's say for your shirt your design and shirt business like do you have like certain clients that you do repeatedly or is it more like you know I know you said like when people ask you do it for them but do you do non-profit is it all for profit do you eventually want to like get things like a storefront or do you want to keep it online I know that was a lot of questions I'm sorry (laughs) well I eventually want a storefront Okay, gotcha. And I live in a small town, so mm-hmm. we need as much business as possible. So I would okay. like to storefront eventually. Mm-hmm. But I like the kind of online, just person-to-person, face-to-face feelings. And she's so cute. I could totally see her, like, having her storefront and being out there like old girl from Princess and the Frog. And it's like, I want to give her my money because she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you going to be singing and twirling while uh, embroidering she would things? She <laughs> 
<laughs> she would, and then and then putting this out there too for anybody listening and needing encouragement. She's doing all this shit and raising a whole ass human being as well. So that part you can do it. Like don't don't limit yourself because I think it. it's easy for you can do it. It's easy for parents <laughs> to do, especially single parents where you're like, I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And oh, she's yeah. out here doing multiple things. So um, do you ever get questions about how you balance that or tell us how you, you work that out and, and get that going? It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> like Straight tonight, up. I told her, I was like, Sanaya, mommy mm-hmm. had to do something tonight. So you have to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, mommy, sure, sure, sure. Well, let's go skate. Okay. And I'm skating, okay? So my <laughs> has hardwood floors. So we mm-hmm. skate in the room. We got uh-huh. our skate. We skate in the room. So she was like, okay, we'll skate. Da, da, da. She took her bath. She's like, okay, I'll go read my books and I'll go to sleep. So about 10, 15 minutes, she peeked out the door, mommy, what are mm-hmm. you doing? I was like, she's like, she she sees my setup. She's like, are you in a meeting? Said, Maybe. And she's like, are you talking to God, mommy, Brandy? Oh, <laughs> uh, yay. Not going yet. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was like, well, are you going to go to bed? And she's like, yeah, I guess I'll go to bed. Oh, so how up. how old is she? <laughs> She's four. Oh, same. Same. They don't get oh, it. Your daughters are the same level of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and so your daughter popped in into a podcast one day and I was like, oh yeah, that they will be best friends. They will Oh my god. <laughs> Why are they like that though? They don't fucking get it when you're just like yeah. I just said five minutes ago, you just agreed, and here you are, 10 seconds later. <laughs> Not you just agreed. I like how you're trying to apply that logic to a four-year-old. <laughs> you can't. You obviously cannot. It doesn't. You remember that you can't. Like, they're still four years old. They're just like, yeah, and I don't care. You're like, keep your word. And they're like, what? <laughs> keep your word. Tell me to keep my word. I took a book. Like, you're going to read one book tonight. She's uh-huh. like, oh, you told me I can read two, mommy. <laughs> read the book. Read the book. <laughs> Oh, they disappeared. He'll be back. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. He always always comes back. He always comes back. So um, I guess my other question is, I know you said you're in a smaller town. Is it predominantly one majority of race or another, by chance? Mm, I would say, I would say it's a good mixture, Mm -hmm. but it's also a mixture and I'm in the South. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) So, so is it, is it more more black or more white predominantly you would you have to say i would say it's still more white it is more white down there so uh, my follow-up is does it does that affect your business in any way or how you advertise because you know there's there's so many black owned businesses with so much great stuff going on but a lot of them do not get play you know what i mean like I just joined a group on Facebook, which just got like 200,000 people in our, just our area. And people have been craving for black businesses. So that happened. And it's like, cra- I got follows just joining it, which is crazy to me because people are looking for it. Like, do you have any like adversity that you had to like face off on with that? Like just even just wearing that Juneteenth t-shirt i feel like if you wore it out and it's the majority is a white area they would be like i think white people don't even know what juneteenth is most of the time so um probably not but um <laughs> it right now it doesn't make a big difference because this this is our first time kind of getting into mm-hmm. juneteenth ourselves okay gotcha so um but a lot of our town is family so okay. regardless if it's black or white like this is our home like mm-hmm. this, everybody's from here 
So it's not it's not that bad in this area. Gotcha. That's nice though. Mm-hmm. It's bad where I'm at. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> it's just it's a little it's a little rough out there. Is that like that where you guys are too, Brandy? Like, cause I know you in Ohio, so it's majority white folks, right? Where um, you're at. It, well, where I live, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different to where I like hang out and go, because then I'll see more of a mixed group or more like us. But I, it's because I purposely do that. Right, right, if right. That makes sense. Well, yeah, but because even in, in Nebraska, it's like that. You have to purposely. Fight. Right, you have to purposely go. So then your worldview ends up being well. It seems mixed and diverse because you're making it that way. You're being right. intentional about your world being more diverse. Now, on a regular, when I just got here, I was like, man, you see about three black people in the Walmart, if you lucky. You can head uh-huh. nod every single one of them and they know Pretty why you're much. nodding. No, seriously, even today. Oh, I see you. I love, I see I love you. our people so much. So there was this cashier and she basically pulled up, it's a bus me now, um, <laughs> because some people were coming at her crazy uh-huh. about her closing the self-checkout because they close out the far left in and leave the far right open at a certain time. Oh, yeah, yeah. At they night do that at every store. Right. But they wasn't trying to hear, Karen and them wasn't trying to hear that. <laughs> so I had the girls back because she helped me earlier because some mm-hmm. other workers there act like they didn't want, you know, they they locking up everything now, girl, the deodorant, the oh, razors. Yeah. I'm like, how am I supposed to get shit and you ain't over here? But anyway, somebody was coming back at her crazy because she was saying, hey, this lane's closed. And she was like, it's a lane closed? She said, I, I said the lane's closed. <laughs> and I'm there like, but the lady felt away because she was checking me and my friend out. And she was like, I'm going to take y'all last. You don't have to know that she said that to us. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I can get how it looks, but to get an attitude with the girl for doing her job was just crazy. So she was like, I said, the lane was closed. I said what I said, these lanes are closed. And she was like, well, you need to, you need to put up that sign or change the light on it. And she was like, you need to go find somebody else to check you out. <laughs> I was like, Dang. yes. So the rest <laughs> of the night, we're just like, these lanes are closed. <laughs> like, well, I love uh, Cause that's all you deal with. There's only a, there's a lot of workers. Mm-hmm. And I think you all maybe have noticed this in one way or another. When I go to Walmart or when I go to a Cavalier game or something like that, I see us working these booths, working stuff that's more customer I was service. just going to mention that. We're in those positions of serving. And I still feel like that creates a dynamic of slave and slave owner. Because you think you can talk to me, however, because I'm a worker bee. That don't mean shit. Just because um, I work here doesn't mean you can talk to me. However, and it happens every time. Me I'm interested in fast food. Me and my girl went out. We went downtown Dallas to like a predominantly white neighborhood that have, of, of course, high end brands in that little shopping area. And what she said, like, stuck to me, too, because she was like, because I was talking about knowing somebody there. And she was like, well, should I know somebody working somewhere all the time? You know, because that's literally what we do is we've been worker bees the whole time and that just reminded me of an article that I just read about Louisiana this guy went and like did a vlog on the Capitol and the general's house or something like that and they were talking about how all the workers there are prisoners and it's like a privilege to work on very low pay inside of these mansions and and the courthouses and things like that so they would be like the janitor and people who cook but they're all prisoners on their way out or on like low crime probational stuff you know what I mean 
but they're not making money. They're just doing it because they can be out of the jail cell. That's why they're doing it. But the way it looked though to him, the guy who was reporting the white guy, he was like, I did not realize that this new form of slavery was still Hmm. happening Hmm. because to keep the costs low and to keep money in their pockets, they've been using prisoners for decades and decades yeah. and decades after slavery was abolished and segregation was done with. So they still kept the same setup, just called it something else. Well, that's what a lot of people aren't understanding now while yeah. people are still upset. So it's easy to say, well, slavery is not taking the same form. And it's like, it's, it's different. And I know you can understand that. If you can understand uh, the timeline of Game of Thrones, surely, you can understand that this is fucking different. It's not the same it when it's not fiction to some Child. of these people. That's They're... another thing that pisses me off. Some people understand this clearly when you're watching a movie like Zootopia or you're watching fucking, uh, what's that uh, shit called with Orlando Bloom on Amazon? Um, and they're like talking about these fairy and these mutants. Oh, I haven't watched it, but yes. Yeah, I Carnival, Carnival Row. Yeah. yeah, or even the comic book X-Men was basically based off the same it's thing. The same X-Men shit. are us. They're, they're Sh- people listen, of color. Even, even kids' movies like Ants. Yeah. If you actually listen to what's happening there. And like, people will watch that and be upset and then leave the movie theater like, oh, well. And I'm like, it's the same thing. I think my favorite one was Avatar. And when I used that as like a comparison, people were like, what do you mean? I was like, literally native people's lands were taken. And like all these colonizers came. I was like, literally, that is our story. Y'all like have no problem watching this shit and understanding that the colonizers of that movie were bad people who took all the things, but you don't know that your ancestors were doing the same shit. Like they don't. I don't want to believe it. I guess. I don't. Um, By the way, if you guys are wondering, D is frozen. He's texted me. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, is he? I was wondering. I thought he was just quiet. <laughs> no, oh my god! Because no, I stared and I was like, "He's not blinking." That is so funny. He's not blinking or moving. He did. He texted us. He texted. Oh so apparently, so mine was T-Mobile earlier. So Cox is having a situation with their internet too. Oh, I told he said make- this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll get back on. Um, I don't know what's going on, but we're gonna keep moving forward. I'm sorry, D. Oh, oh. Oh, here he is. Yay. Yay. Oh, do we have two Ds for the price of No, one? we're going to stop the video for the- I'm fixing <laughs> it. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know what just happened there. Um, Well, we'll let him be. D-Chan, you back? I, I think so. Can you hear I- me? Yeah, I can hear you. We just can't see you. Oh no. That's okay. At least we can hear you for now. Oh, there you are. There you go. You were frozen in a in a way that nobody else knew that you were gone. I was the only yeah, one. Yeah, it looked like you were really listening, and I was like, <laughs> listen, listen. you might as well have been frozen. Like, hmm. I was like, he's not blinking, and that's why I went to check my phone to answer you. I was like, he's frozen. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. bad. I'm we're having sorry. connectivity issues here in Vegas for whatever reason. T-Mobile's it's, down. It's all over. Cox. It's- Cable a, is down for whatever reason. That's why my internet provider is so. It's it's a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so my my other question. Let's get back on track. So, with the black businesses happening, do you have a certain like, I don't know. I guess any ideas on how to grow your business in that sector? Because I feel like a lot of focus is moving that way. Even companies. I saw online somebody said, <laughs> businesses catering to blacks. Like we ain't been. We just showed up. Like. Exactly. So, like, right now, it's just getting your name out there. Okay. Out there. 
Um, whether you have Instagram or Facebook, just go ahead and jump out there because everybody's looking for us. Do you do they you think are. that would help yeah. your business too? Because I feel like it will in a situation like this because I feel like most of us are tired of growing other people's businesses that I, that's not for us. Like yeah. I already yes. I, bo- I boycotted yes. so many brands. You don't even know. There's so many brands I had to boycott. And like even even though my kiddo, like she got like a one of her friends got her Jeffree Star fucking eyeshadow palette. And <laughs> no, the 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 nigga in me wanted to throw it out in the trash, but the mom in me let her keep it. So you know because it's her friend who got it for her, and it the kids aren't as in in I guess involved and intense about these things mm-hmm. yet. I think she's working on it. They, they're easy. They let stuff go easier because they'll let stuff go on the premise of. Yes, this person said this or did this. Yes, it's mm-hmm. on video, but they also did a 30-minute video explaining and apologizing they're different. Right. So as long as the apology comes in vlogging form, the mm-hmm. kids nowadays are fine. They're cool. Is The only problem is, like, for me, like, Jeffree Star has made that 30-minute apology, like, video, like, so many times now, an explanation. Like, he just, that Cremate eyeshadow palette that just came out with the pandemic. I was like, I understand you had it. You explained yourself, but timing is still. You didn't need to fucking bust that out this year. You just did what you need to do it. Yeah, remember we talked about it. We were not gonna lie though. The palette looked amazing. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, it did. It looked cute. It looked cute. But it was all shades of fucking shadows. Like, like I don't. I don't know. And I would. You would think my gothy self would have like at least loved the colors. But I was just. I think I was just so grossed out by the fact that he still went ahead and put that fucking palette out in this timing and being so tone deaf that it just yeah, I was a little out of place. I, well, I that's couldn't. also what happens when you live a super gay privileged life because when you're that level of gay and you're like entertaining, you you get this protection around you. This Not like how they isolate the others. You're entertaining, you're this being that true. gay that they can accept. So then you get privilege from that and then you're white, so you get privilege from that. And then it's just layered on top and then your money because he is paid. So you're just, you're toned up to a lot of stuff because of those things. And, you, and then you're not trying to tune into it. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, quick question for everybody. Do you guys like make it a point to do like shopping at black businesses? Have you always done that? Or have you amped it up recently? I eat at a certain restaurant that's uh-huh. fairly new. I'm not going to yeah. name the name of the restaurant, uh-huh. um, but I will put it among the lists of restaurants. Places to go. I'm, yeah, here in Vegas that our black owned. It's not that great. <laughs> but I go there because to support. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, you still gotta you still gotta like, you know, choose the right ones. I, I feel like because it's new and because I well, I'm not gonna say it's not that good. It's not that consistent. And I think because it's so gotcha. new and they're, they're still working you know, on it. Okay, they're still working on it. So I, get and that. I think they deserve an opportunity. So that's why I still continue to go. I'm down with that. I honestly think be, I'm not look not tooting my own horn or anything, but a lot of my family has told me like, "D, you could do a better job because it's it's a fusion place. It's fusion. We know you can, D. Asian, Pretty much. Black fusion. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I got, that's that's my name. That's who I am. Yeah, that's basically. my soul. You're basically blazing. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, seriously. Like little secret here. Um, because you guys know I'm blazing. But my favorite egg rolls that I make has been adopted from D's recipe, 
I added a slightly more a couple of things, but it's the egg rolls that he made me in San Antonio that I gave to my mom as a recipe as well. So my mom's Aww. egg rolls are these egg rolls. It's in the family. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, D, when people tell you that your shit is great, like it's great. Like my mom made it and my dad would eat it as well. So it's not what? like just your family and friends telling you. I'm telling you, if you that is open so a place cool. up, niggas will be in there tearing it up. I'm just saying. Like okay. well, thank you. And you know they can't no, wait to support a black man. So. I know, I know. Uh, what about you, Doritos, Dorinda? <laughs> oh, well, Dorinda already knows this. So there was some things going on in my town, uh-huh. and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm supporting uh-huh. black businesses. So I messaged Brandy in February. I was like, I'm done. I'm going straight to black. Wait, businesses. wait, wait! You can't gloss over what happened. <laughs> yes, she can. Oh, no. That's the part that we need to That's know. This, you, have you heard our podcast? Have you okay. heard? Our- so, okay. Long story short. Yes. I'm we'll more involved in my town. I used to work a, a corporate job for ten years. Was, okay. You know, busy, 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 busy. Mm-hmm. I finally can get into my town and and do a little bit more. Okay. And I start going to the town hall meetings. And our town is a mess. Oh. It's a mess. It's a it's a black and white thing. It's it's just it's just a mess. Okay. So I got to the point where I was like, you know what? What I can do right now mm-hmm. is just support black businesses. Gotcha. So I told Brandon, I was like, I'm, I'm going straight black businesses. I'm looking for everything, toilet paper, paper towels, anything I can get my hands on. I wanted black businesses. So for this to happen now, mm-hmm. I'm in heaven because all the black businesses are highlighted. I'm, I'm, I'm so nice. any black business that's out there now, just, you got to just put your name out there. I think Link so. Out there. So I this is, so. it's good. It's a good time right now. It is a good time right now. It you know, is it wasn't like before this. I would do it, but it wasn't something that I was doing intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with my ex, anytime we were together, he'd always be like, hey, I want to go to Black-owned restaurant. I want to go to Black-owned this, just to like see. And he was intentional about it. Mm. So then I took adopted that because I just got so used to it with him. And I'm like, well, I like to be intentional about it too. So really for like the last three years, if I can purposely go to a recreational, you know, spot, like a a jazz club, like Dorinda mentioned, or if I can go somewhere um, where the place itself is not black owned, but they have the black owned products, like the honey pot products at um, Target Mm -hmm. and just paying more attention to that going online like crazy because Instagram has fabulous stores for hair and body and like the shea butters, like all this stuff, these women, because there's so many black women, there's black men out there too. But these black women, I see why we are leading and just being entrepreneurs because they are out here killing it. So to see them easily come up with, hey, I got a makeup brand now. Or I literally all my makeup now is Fenty Beauty. And I used to be like NARS and doing this and that. And I'm like, mm, if it's black owned, I'm going to go to it first. But I did think about this today before I got in the shower, which was so a weird time to even think about it. But I was like, you know, so many people are willing to give up. Mm-hmm. on black businesses after having one bad experience one bad do that experience. with a lot of white businesses you go to one bad olive garden or one bad whatever and you're not like fuck all these costcos because this one sucked no you give them another try and i'm like do that with black businesses I... we're already operating sometimes off a of deficit because we don't have the access to some quality stuff like the rest of these people do so mm-hmm. they're already kind of like having to do the most just to get half of right. what somebody else started you know hitting the ground running with so it's like just just work with them. Just work definitely. with them. Definitely. That's definitely think something that needs to be highlighted. But I'll tell you one 
I don't know if it's a white business, but fry, fuck fries. <laughs> fuck fries. <laughs> That's I had what one bad experience and that was one enough. Um, you know what? Fries has not been my fuck. favorite either. I think that's across the board. What's across that? the fucking board. It's an electronic shop. It's a it's Best Buy. It's like a Best Buy. It's like a Best oh, Buy. But I'm going to Best means. Buy instead of Fries from now on. I'll you know, be at Best Buy. You know what's crazy? Right now, um, minority women have more than half of the self-started businesses in the U.S. right now. Yeah. And so, that's about right. Yeah. It, it's, it's time, I think, for... It's not just for women, but I think because there's even less space for females of color to be mm-hmm. in any sector. Like last week we talked about how in the digital marketing world, it's only 3% only out of 3%. the whole, the whole nation, 3% of women of color in digital marketing. Like, and that doesn't is, mean only 3% know how to do that shit. No, no. Every, Cause there's so many more. It's just that they're not hiring more than 3%, which feels like affirmative action to me. So, you know, there is that but i i think it's really important to recognize like within our own community and i know other people have talked about it you know even like asian communities and societies they have their own little panned out situation where they support each other because that's why there's little chinatowns and japan towns and korea towns all over our nation but you don't have really like a area where it's just a bunch of black people and they set up shop like anywhere effortlessly because there's this great netflix special that i think all of us would appreciate called not black enough because i mean not netflix amazon prime i'm about to watch it all these plates oh oh, it's so good you'd love it because they give everybody's perspective from the super pro black people that feel like if your dreads are a different color, you're dishonoring the motherland oh, to the people like, that are all mixed up. Oh yeah. To the people that are mixed up and they have Vanessa Williams up there. Cause she was saying she was getting hate mail. They had my girl who was the first black uh, babe on um, the price is right. Cause I, mm-hmm. I always wanted to be that girl. Um, I did. Um, <laughs> oh, but I, I couldn't, remember her. I couldn't I believe she was getting hate mail. Cause I saw her as black and I was excited to see her and she was getting hate mail. Well, um, from, and, with, from our society? Oh, no, from, she, from both, because yeah. that's what the whole premise of that documentary was about. Not Black Enough on Amazon Prime was like, I'm getting hate, not just from the white people that most of the time, they're like, you're color. We don't give a fuck if you lighter or dark, you color, right? And then amongst your own people, and they, the, the beginning of it was beautiful because it had these kids that couldn't have been like, uh, age range probably maybe like 10 to maybe five. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, if you had to take a test, or you had to do something to prove you're black, like what would that be like? What would you do? And that's how it started. Um, and it was just so good. I cried so many times oh, watching no, it. I need a box of tissues so, for that. No, you will, because the, the beginning got me, because just to see, hold on, because let me get my life together. <sighs> just to see a girl who looked like she was like 12, and because of how she spoke, because of how she sings, and she liked to play violin or whatever, you know, the white mm-hmm. people shit. And, and to have, she said, her grandma would be like, you know, you need to have that baby like in church so she can get some more soul in her voice. And it's like, fuck, that's just how she sings. And Isn't she sounds like a little up? Disney princess. She sounds like a Disney up. princess. That doesn't mean white. But anyway, I loved it. I think everybody should watch it, but especially those of us who grew up hearing, you know, oh, you talk like a white girl or you're not black enough because of your skin color Ooh. or your hair or what you're I'm into is yellow. just too white. Yeah, it's it was... <laughs> it was rough to say. I mean, like I was just talking to my friend Brittany, um, and she was talking about one of the red table talks that Jada Pinkett Smith does, and she was mm-hmm. talking about she didn't realize that she was light skin because everybody around her was like, "But Jada, you're light skin," and she was mm-hmm. like, "What? I'm black." She, they were like, "No, you're light skin," 
And that's why you don't realize that you had some certain privileges that she didn't even understand. And then they were, they were, I guess they were talking about like house slaves and field slaves. And they were like, if this was that situation, you would be in the house, but your daughter's darker. So she'd be out in the field. And she was like, mm-hmm. a gasp, because <laughs> like, she didn't realize <laughs> that she was light skinned. And, and I can see, given how Jada grew up and well, who yeah. she grew up around, of course she's like, I'm fucking black as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't, and then I don't think that she understood when she did things like that band that she had. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my shit, because I'm like, oh shit. Wicked Wisdom. Wicked Wisdom. Wicked yeah. wisdom. There's a brown fucking girl singing rock and roll, and it's not like some posh fucking foo-foo shit. There's like heads coming out of the ground. She's fucking flying like a fucking witch. She I definitely was, like, was flying all in the videos. She was flying. And her hair was bomb. Her hair was her bomb. Her hair was bomb. I that thing like stayed in my brain for so long because I had such a hard time. Like I had a lot of black girlfriends in school, but nobody dressed like me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody dressed like a black girl. Everybody wanted to look like Aaliyah and all of those guys. And my ass was like in, uh, what was that fucking brand? Dickies. I, I was wearing like Dickies and like shit you would find at like Hot Topic. Like back in the day, I would go and find an Oki and wear it. The old school Hot Topic. Old school Hot <laughs> yeah, Topic. Yeah, not the new one. Not the new shit. The new one sucks. <laughs> from the 90s. Now then, I will say if you're into nerdy stuff, some of the nerdy stuff is good at Hot Topic. Oh, their t-shirts the are great A. Their t-shirts, they're great skirts. A. They're skater skirts. I won't hate on them because I was part of their brand for a little while. But, you know, and shit like that, it's so hard. And I, I think this week, I'm going to go back. I've been thinking about doing it and grab all the black bands that never get play in our culture either yeah you know like nobody knows who block party is when i talk about them like right put them out there <laughs> yeah, just yeah. nobody knows who like bad brains is and things like that so because or there's this really eccentric group to call i think they're called anime they're bomb yeah see this like nobody knows about them though they're bomb they did that uh caroline song I don't want to sing it because I don't want to get us in trouble, but <laughs> it's too late. We always get in trouble for that. I have to we put the disclaimer up anyway. No, anyway, but, but they're like, you know, really quirky, different. Or like, a even... side note, I don't know why people were giving Willow a hard time. If you knew what her mama was into, Willow makes fucking sense. <laughs> perfect sense. She's Willow so makes perfect sense. Oh my God. Both of those kids part. make sense coming from those two parents. I don't oh know. Oh my God. Jaden fucking... is so his daddy's son. It ain't even funny. Like, oh, that's you sense. your daddy's son <laughs> but they're so mild in comparison that's the crazy part Both you know of what and and the other so thing mild. is did you i don't remember did you post it brandy about the uh black cosplayers and the that they have to go through and i did I, I think we should find some black cosplayers because we have some that follow our page i think i'm gonna go i know them. i saw I'm that. Gonna go feature that i've been following them on purpose yes so I'm gonna, go Vegas. I'm gonna ask and dorinda did a bomb harley quinn because i was pushing for it and i'm so happy she did, you did a bomb. See, she i did haven't another seen one. it she did michonne no she did michonne she did harley yeah. quinn it was and she didn't even know who michonne was i was like bitch just do it you gonna be bombed. She could not. She couldn't uh, even walk like five. We, we feet. gonna need some fucking photos for. Oh, our I'll page. send them. I'll find them. She, Thank she you. got them. Thank you. She looked bomb. Um, yeah. On that note, we're gonna take a quick break and come right back. Okay, we're gonna keep talking about this. We'll be right back. Bye bye. An awkward angle for me, but we're back. <laughs> Uncle Ingo. Something uh, resort to my cell phone, but 
that's besides the point. <laughs> well, at least you're back on because that whole situation is weird right now. Yeah, I don't know what that's um, weird. Brandy, you said you had a personal question for Dorinda. You can like I do hop off like with a, it. a business woman. Womans. Womans. And since we both have bar jobs, I almost feel like it's a job, but it's not, especially since I love it, right? So when you love what you do, it just doesn't feel as taxing. But since you are kind of like, you might as well 100% be an entrepreneur grow. Um, do you want a guy that's kind of like that too? Because a social media star went viral basically saying, since oh, she yeah. is doing that, she doesn't want a nine to five guy. And the backlash was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> that backlash was harsh. But I understood what she was saying. And like anybody's preferences, you have a right. So is that like a thing for you? Do you want a guy who's kind of got that hustle like you? Um, he has to have a little bit of hustle like me. If mm-hmm. anything, be able to support me. He can still do his thing. If he wants to work his nine to five, that's fine. But I'm going to need some support. Now, when you say support, do you mean financial support? Or do you want, you know, that emotional, spiritual? I know support is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Emotional and, and spiritual. Um, it doesn't have to be money. I'm not I'm not big on the guy having the money. And da, 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 da. I mean, he needs to have some money, but I can do that on my own. Just support me, help Boom. me advertise, help me help me create a room that I can do my creativity in or in yeah. with my mini. <laughs> so, I, cause having to create a mind, you, you think all the time, you have all these ideas. And if you have that going on and you have work going on, you have your kids going on, your brain is just like, I'm Oh my tired. God, me and Dorinda are the same person. <laughs> so somebody that can support <laughs> in that kind of way would be better. It's rough, dude. Get you somebody who will fold pamphlets right before you have to go to an event. That's what you need to get. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys want an assistant. <laughs> but do you guys think that'll like help it help or hinder if you had somebody that was also an entrepreneur? Like, do you think that might get in the way of your success because they're so concerned with theirs that they might not be able to support as much versus somebody that has a nine to five? And that that's their focus, and then they just want you to succeed on your end. Do you not think that could be not necessarily? Well, in my in my previous relationships, our interests have always been kind of the same, so we can kind of lean off of each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. We can draw, so I can he can draw pictures, and I can put it on T-shirts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or usually, usually for me, it has been hand in hand. So as long as it's not exactly the same thing. And the only reason why I bring this up is because I remember on a previous episode, we were talking about how it was difficult for certain musicians to date in other musicians. Yeah, I was just thinking about that too. Actors and actresses that break up very often. Like Mm -hmm. I was just watching a show on the Japanese channel and they were talking about how because they were both celebrities and one would be gone for like six months shooting a movie or something and then the other has to take care of the children but then if they get a job what do you do with the children you know what I mean like for example like Rob has a nine-to-five well it's not like a nine-to-five his hours are crazy though it's like he it's more like a nine-to-nine well no he (laughs) starts his job he starts working (laughs) disclaimer we do not own the lyrics or melody or or anything when these guys sing it but no like so he goes he wakes up at like 5 5 30 and he'll be at work by seven and then he doesn't get off till like 5 p.m you know what i mean because usually if somebody is who's like an eight hour shift if you go in at seven you'd be off by two right but yeah. he, he's working till five six o'clock so he already has long hours 
but at the same time because he's not doing anything entrepreneurial when i most of my events or like you know because i do a baking business parties usually happen on weekends when i do my fashion stuff the events happen on weekends so it kind of balances out for me personally i think that he's not doing something similar to what i have because then i would have to constantly be looking for somebody to watch the kids or you know things like that and then i think i would be tired of like I told Rob I, Rob knows this I tell him all the time I was like we can work together I I'm too pressed all the time with things in my mind that's why I was laughing when Dorinda was like this and that and this like there's just so many things like I can't there's just so many things, many things. <laughs> I told you <laughs> that so lyric true. is so yeah, those, that fucking song hits you different when you're grown like, <laughs> so, shout out to Leslie totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it really was so many things and like you're trying to keep it together on top of everything else so it's nice to have somebody who understands and bless his heart because he's so much nicer than I am because I go on rants and rampages all the time because I'm a fucking Scorpio and I'm passionate about the shit that I like I that she blames about. her zodiac sign rather than just she's a bitch so <laughs> I'm my zodiac sign is CJ that's my, my zodiac sign explains why I'm so much of a bitch I'm just very I'm, I get very passionate I hate these motherfuckers right here <laughs> <laughs> oh, every shit. fucking episode <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd be tired of doing this shit listen oh, no. Dorinda next no. month will be one year of us recording okay <laughs> And they have not let up, and I don't understand. <laughs> like, First of all, you, hey. like, y'all are so silly. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about letting up, CJ. Okay. I between the ages of 13 and 18, Get you her. never let up. Get no, her. I take that back. I take that back. 13 to what, 22? But I Get was her. young. I was no, young. no, no. 13? Ooh. 13 to 34. She, she don't quit. <laughs> did, you, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? CJ never stops criticizing you no matter how old you are. It's constructive. Thank you. Did you know she blames her toxic habits on her zodiac sign? The way out. It's a way out. I'm getting so bitch, many comments. Use that way out, girl. It's a way out. Right. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just a passionate person and she I get sound cut. like she lying. <laughs> I hate y'all. They really listen, if you're not watching this on YouTube, Why they are really leaning back and laughing their heads off right now. And I can't I can't either one of them. None of y'all. Oh my uh, gosh. Stop. Dorinda not even coming to the rescue or nothing. She's just laughing with me. <laughs> Poor Dorinda. No, Dorinda, wait a minute. What's your sign? Aquarius. See, Aquarius, they like to stay out of stuff. They like to swim away from shit. Listen. So she ain't gonna save you. I sit there and I listen. I don't look away. She listen, but Aquarius is be fucking making up their fucking minds inside of their minds. And then they won't tell nobody, so but they, you... they will make that decision and never fucking show up to your house ever again if you do something wrong. <laughs> That's right. what... See? That See? About right. Listen, I know my horoscope. Done, right? <laughs> so she, she can tell the truth about everybody else's horoscope but her own. 
<laughs> Scorpios are passionate. That's we need, you know, we seriously need a uh, Zodiac episode. We really do. Because <laughs> we have to discuss some things. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. So my dad was an Aquarius as well. So I already know what that's like. That's whew. Dorinda's really nice and loving and all of that, only to people she loves. <laughs> I'm like, but, she can't be mean. <laughs> but she's not denying any of it. She just looked away for a second and smiled. So those all truths. Yeah. I hold, I hold a lot of stuff in. Dude, that's not healthy, Dorinda. That point, and that point is way up there. Like, I know, but once that explosion up. happens and that firework comes down, it's not just fireworks that dissipate. It's like with pieces still falling on people. Hot burning them oh yeah it's burning like, it's like hot it's... black businesses black businesses only businesses that's, burning hot. <laughs> burning hot. that's how it happened that's exactly how it happened to you. <laughs> oh my god I can't. I can't even get serious oh for nothing we were supposed oh to have a serious no episode. on a serious note getting back to her dating life as we yes. try to pimp her out yes um, i do find it interesting what you were saying cj about a lot of celebrity couples that mm -hmm. um break up because they're talking about scheduling conflicts and issues but in the celebrity world you'll also hear people say they can't so a lot of them say they can't date a regular person because they need somebody that understands their life because they yeah, will I be gone it, for eight or nine months at a time. So the person, maybe? I, I guess it makes more sense sometimes, either those people that get together before somebody pops off and be famous because then you already have that foundation like Savannah and LeBron James. That mm -hmm. makes sense. But if LeBron ended up single, it's like you need somebody of Beyonce level fame or yeah. at least maybe not that fame, but they can handle their business in that way. So they're not tripping when you're gone for months at a time you know, or whatever else like, case, because it's a lifestyle. So I think the same thing for you entrepreneurs, you're always busy. That creative mind is never not thinking. It's um, oh, forever. And I don't even own a business, but just thinking how I'm always like, oh, costumes. I don't need somebody questioning, why do you have some of the stuff that I have around my house? Just because you know how it is, you just She's have certain shit out, right? And you don't want nobody <laughs> looking at you crazy. But I'm also like, well, this makes sense to me and my so creative I mean, I mind. I, I just can't have somebody questioning me in my 200th like cookie cutter for my business. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you got 10 more paintbrushes for your fucking watercolors? Like, I need them. Oh <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at Dorinda pulling the D. She's just pulling shit. <laughs> Random stuff starts coming out. Oh my God, looks. Oh, you can paint too, girl. Look at you. See, Ooh. see. I can't. Um, see, I hang out with creative people, okay, CJ? Oh, wow. Started a bottle. Oh, that's so cool. What in the Demetrius is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Around it or something like that. That's dope. That's dope as fuck. Dude, see, oh, I, I, don't know. I feel like when so you're creative like girl. that, you crave people who are creative as well. And that's why you end up like being around them more often. Because yeah. when you're creative and you get around a bunch of people who are not, they look at you like you're crazy when you start talking about stuff. And they're like, Honey, you're, like you're doing what? When you and then I know Demetrius talked about this on one of our earlier episodes, just how he sees auras and colors, and there's just so much you can imagine in your head. Like before I do a cosplay, I already know this is how it's gonna do. Even before cosplay, I know when I when the bar was open, like mm -hmm. it was, 
I would already put in my head from wig to heels. I know the outfit in my head. Yeah, we can see it first. So you'll be out and maybe picking up something and someone uh, will be like, what are you going to wear that with? And it's like, I just, I know. You just see all this creative shit in your head. And then I think the manifesting of it ends up being like the messy, crazy, frustrating, nutso part where you would, would want a partner to understand that I want your support, but I also want you to stay over there and don't touch. Oh shit. my god! And don't say anything. Exactly. That's and don't, Rob, say are you don't say anything. Don't say anything. Rob, are you listening? <laughs> oh, dropping gems, dropping gems, Rob. Take notes, baby. No, like I, he's so supportive, and then sometimes I get real cranky because my creative mind just like loses it i just lose it because there's so much going on you won't even want anybody to look at you doing something oh my god can you can you go why are you watching me do this shit oh i have kicked i've kicked my son out of the room so many times because he's like oh that looks good i didn't fucking ask you i need you to go oh my god okay i'm never so validated in my life right now this moment around and she'll be like what are you working on i'll be like why? What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Ma, I love you. You know what I think no. it is? I think it's like having your creative um, focus broken. Yeah. And it's irritating yeah. when that happens. I think it's, it's that, an energy. It's a flow it's that's a coming out of you. Uh-huh. Of what CJ said. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I don't want you to see what I'm working on because I don't want to be misrepresented. Because this isn't the final product. So get the fuck out of here yes. until I'm done. And I'll call you when I want you to see it. That's what it is. Loud and proud. You can look at it now. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or or you, ever get mad. you ever get mad when somebody's asking you, whether it's with your painting or uh-huh. anything else, and they're asking you kind of like to explain it, and you're like, I can't explain this shit to you. Right. You know, yes. I can't because I'm going to say it. And let's say I do open up and explain it to you in my way. And you just kind of give me a huh. I'm going to be pissed because <laughs> I, just, I just gave you everything I had. And you talking about, oh, okay. No, bitch. No, okay. I just gave you magic and you just blowing it off. Don't you don't it off. single text me, single word text me. In yeah. Real life. Oh, oh my God. God. My mom is notorious for that. She'll She'll be, my parents went from like kind of making, my dad more so, making fun of me for the costumes and the nerd thing, being like, oh, you know, you live in your mom's basement. Like, first of all, I live in mom's guest room. Second of all. (laughs) There's a difference. There's a difference. I'm a classy one. Um, But they would be like, I'd send them a picture of like maybe a concept or tell them, and they'd always hit me with the, okay. And I wouldn't, and it'd be so (laughs) maddening. And then when they actually see the full thing, it's like, oh, holy shit. But I felt like, holy shit, from the time I thought of it. I mean, it's the because fact that they're not on that same page. It's, it's, like, it's very I, hard uh, to relay the details of our mind. I think that's what it is. And like, cause you can't just really, you know what I mean? Because I like, for example, I sketch terribly when I'm making cakes and cookies because it's just a sketch and I'm not putting time into it. You know what you sketched. Yeah, but I know what I sketched. So my my final product, yeah, I got, I sent you guys the final product. If you if you follow my baking page, you'll be able to see it sometime this week as well. Um, the pseudo baker. Thanks. Um, but, <laughs> but my sketch is like literally just colors and shape and then my finished product will have everything on it. Like my my uh superheroes cake that i made this week was like gorgeous thank you you know i can't say the actual name because i have to call it a superheroes cake but it's it's our recent it starts with the a ends with jurors <laughs> <Rides> uh, with <laughs> <Avengers>. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, but like, so my sketch was literally the number four with like colors cut out on it. And I had a circle where it said like, you know, the metal man, I can't say his name. And then like the yes, captain, captain of the USA on this side. and right. Native American man. <laughs> <laughs> captain you know, Native American man. <laughs> so terrible but you know what I mean so I hate sending that to my my customers because then my customers are like okay like they're kind of okay with it but I feel like they're not sure if it's gonna come out that way so I always have to end up like sending them pictures of things I've done as well mm-hmm. because if not they're gonna look at this sketch and go what the fuck is this right here it looks like well, a three-year-old drew it like because that sketch is not an accurate representation no. of what's going on in no. your mind kind of like how I remember how the notebook of dances oh yeah, 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 yeah me like, too. What the fuck? yeah. just a notebook of I know what this shit means yes. in my head, but if you yes. be like, what the fuck? Kick slap. Yep. Punch, Kick slap. Martha Stewart, <laughs> Martha Stewart swoop. Like, what? I know what Martha Stewart swoop means in my head. But you don't know. I was, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna yeah, block, I can't you know remember who saw my notebook, my dance notebook. And I have like stick figure people with rounded hands and feet. And then you have like swoops, like to the turn. That's actually like, super adorable. <laughs> I knew what it, they were doing. Those those legs bent, those stick legs bent and shit. I knew what pose that was. And <laughs> sorry, I'm still laughing at Dorinda yelling at her mom, like, "Leave my project alone! Why are you asking me?" About it? I feel so bad for her, but she just be walking in at the at the wrong right moment but you know what mamas understand that because to me i told my mom it's the equivalent of when you in the kitchen cooking and someone's hovering over your ass and they talk about like when the food gonna be done or what you adding that in for or what are you making just just hearing my son say what are you making and all i did was bring out some meat to thaw it sets me pisses me off it sets me off i I am going to are y'all listening out there husbands and wives that don't cook girlfriends boyfriends who whoever the partner is that don't cook and we the try children, to help you out stop asking your mamas or oh whoever's cooking what they cooking they cooking whatever the fuck you're gonna it's eat that or if you tell people like for people that got um either somebody else in the household that goes with them like a kid or um if you got a big household any child um really anybody fuck that anybody asking me where are we going if you don't get in the fucking car what do you mean where are we going <laughs> Are you are you late for a meeting? You don't pay bills. You don't do shit. So why are you asking me where we're going? I just don't. Clock. I think we have a problem being questioned. <laughs> I think that's, I think what, that's what, at the end of the day, that's the source of. At the, the end of the day, I do not like being fucking no, questioned. Like, you know, I mean seriously, because when they ask me about food, I just tell them I'm making food. We blame it on art. Yeah, it's it's a Libra thing. Uh, <laughs> we're I, we're artistic. No, we just yeah, don't like being questioned. We just questions. don't like being questioned, and I do not know why that enrages me because it's not even annoying. I get so I get angry. Um, I well, I think that that was probably because we're all alpha personalities. Like, yeah, you know it's kind of like what the fuck you asking me for, like. Because <laughs> uh, I know Dorinda just <laughs> smiling and being nice and all, but I know she's probably like real scary when she get mad. Like I feel like if you look can go <laughs> look, if you can go toe to toe with Brandy, like, you made Brandy cry. I know you're an alpha. I'm just see, saying. I told you <laughs> she was being a bitch, and I'm very sensitive. We don't I'm, even know why. 
I'm very sensitive, contrary to popular belief. So, um, uh, not um, <laughs> like you have sensitive teeth. Like that's the only part that I would know <laughs> of being sensitive of you. Maybe you can't bite Wait into a, a popsicle. Wait Besides a minute. That, I ice cream too cold. <laughs> like the ice cream. My head, no. I get a head. That's I get the a only headache. sensitive part you got to your fucking body. I get brain freeze. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> sensitive <laughs> my ass. For real. I ain't never heard her be sensitive. Oh I don't know God. what she's talking about. Maybe, maybe yeah, a long time You need some fucking ago. Sensodyne. That's all you need. <laughs> Sensodyne does not cover the personality, so. Oh, no. Just rub it on your forehead. (laughs) I can't. No, for real. Um, Getting back on task. (laughs) Wayward, as we always do. Um, Is there, like, other things you want to try out besides, like, the businesses you already have? Are you pretty stuck on what you're working on right now? Um, I'm never stuck on what I'm working on. (laughs) She's not. Um, I've said it for years. I still want to open up like a dance studio. Ooh. Like I we'll have be there. vision. Okay. It's there. Can we so go to your opening? They fit and stuff. So when it's with time, with poles? Like, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So you can't not say the pole part. Like and oh, like and everything. And different things like that. Like how Oh my god, can you do a lessons? do a pole and paint? You know how they do a sip and paint? A pole no, and no, paint. The- you just be like sliding down a huge yeah, and every time you slide, so you just dip a dip a paintbrush and just spin and it's like and then go around the pole. Yeah, it's like (laughs) canvas on the floor and you make art. So, um, when I was into pole fitness a lot in the upstate, um, we created well, we borrowed a. It's like a paint and sip, but it's <laughs> a pole. What are y'all doing? <laughs> you see? You see this? You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> you show the talk and they just out here just all this. <laughs> started poetry in uh-huh. South Carolina. Oh. Where, and there's sometimes there'll be somebody there that's painting while somebody's polling. So I actually purchased a painting one time when I went back. Uh-huh. I did one show, but I had to be incognito because I was working corporate. Y'all oh, yes. Hide <laughs> it up. He did a painting during the pole fitness. So you could do pole, draw something. That's kind of dope. I think that's amazing. Up. We would definitely support. Yeah. Girl, get that get that thing started. Get you a GoFundMe. This is strike while the iron is motherfucking hot because people are out there wanting to purposely go out of their normal way to support black businesses. So I say just do what you can and keep going because you were super talented. Yeah. I think anything you Definitely. do, it it really be hitting like in your shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. So pretty. Still not over it. So many great designs. Juneteenth, turn up. Rush delivery available. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You just have to pay extra for rest of Yeah, you gotta pay extra, of course. Like like with anything. <laughs> Unless you subscribe to her membership because she got like an Amazon Prime thing going on, but we're gonna go ahead and you know put that together later. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at her face. Because now now Dorinda, we really have to talk about uh t-shirts for the triangle and doing all that. And all of CJ's annoying ass sayings. I just want a list. I want a t-shirt. That has like CJ's face on it and a list of all her shit she'd be talking on the back. Just like all the phrases. Is it like the tour shirt? Like the concert? Yes, like a tour, like a concert. And it's like the know-it-alls. And it's like all her songs. Or we make like a CD that has like a track list 
and it's like all the shit that you say. Like, did you know is the first No, track. that's what I call bullshit. That'll be the name of the CD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, CJ. Now that's what I call bullshit. Volume one. Why are you guys all the same? You guys are fucking terrible. Jesus, <laughs> that's a great idea. It would sell. See, I like doing that. You come up with the idea, and I design it up. We work together. We good. There you go. Terrible. I don't. And I don't all know. of the proceeds are going to CJ having a better fucking attitude. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm gonna mute her now. I had the power to do that. Mute her fucking ass. Look at Dorinda trying not to laugh too hard. Dorinda, it's okay. I'm used to it, Dorinda. It's okay. That's the only reason we give it to her. Like, if she couldn't handle it, we would never. We're gonna play a bunch of old videos of CJ talking shit, and it's gonna be Sarah McLaughlin singing over it. Oh my God! Yes. In the arms of an angel. Oh my god. With gosh. just 25 cents a day. You can help change this bitch's attitude. <laughs> can we please make that video happen? I feel like, no, Dorinda, put the phone down. And everything. Yes, Dorinda, call in, Dorinda. Yes, girl. She said, I'm about to call this 1 800 number and give her my phone. Everything's 25 like in cents. that slow motion in black and white. In black and white. Yeah. God. So, it's and just it's all be... the people whose feelings she's hurt that are like. Oh, yeah, like a list, like everybody. If you've been what? Then you assume that there's a list available. And then at the end, Rob comes in and he's just like, please, if you can. <laughs> and the kids and, in the background like. And the kids in the background like that. And then Heather has to be like, I need you to help my mommy. Gotta say that, boy. <laughs> she I makes want my me call her queen better. mommy. <laughs> Listen. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, there's not enough people that I heard to make a list with, okay? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> the why are you laughing, The fact that you don't remember everybody. Dorinda, why are you hot? Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> no, Demetrius. She's fanning herself because she laughed too hard. It's hot. The fact that CJ doesn't remember everyone she heard. Okay, Weinstein. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Jeffrey Epstein. Whoa. <laughs> okay, Bill Cosby. We don't remember. Damn. We don't remember any of the victims. Damn. I'm finna get a whole bunch of people together and we finna real world her <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like intervention it's like, gonna be an intervention it's gonna be surviving cj oh. change.org change.org if you were personally victimized oh, by victimized by cj you <laughs> <laughs> fucking mean girls what is this yes raise your hand oh my god why do you guys go in on people like that so terrible oh no it's not people funny. just you <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. And anytime we like, do on you, the people love it. We get. They love I know. It. They I don't know why. <laughs> Dorinda, listeners like you don't help. <laughs> <laughs> no, not listeners like you. You see, Dorinda. Now you got to pick a side, bitch, because you see how she came for you. <laughs> or you could donate twenty five cents a day <laughs> <laughs> for every T shirt Dorinda sells. <laughs> Although a GoFundMe might be a good thing. <laughs> we might do that. So we gonna figure it out. Oh my god, we have lost sight of our episode. Uh we were talking about you know somebody out there listening to this is going to try to call that number y'all better stop 
<laughs> Mike Jones. If you don't know whose number that is, don't call it. <laughs> don't, don't call it. Don't call You're it. You're too young to listen yeah, to Yeah, don't, don't call it. Somebody's going to try to call that fucking number. They'll be like, it's no. What if somebody picks up? Has anybody tried it? I, I tried it tried back it. when it was hot. It was, <laughs> it was a recording of Mike Jones. Oh, really? yes? Yeah, he was like, it was going on. It's Mike Jones. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you can, like, leave him a message and shit. What? Oh, I don't know so if he'd dumb. call you back, but, yeah, you could definitely Oh, my God. We should, get a, we should get some voicemails to use. We need to start using our anchor because people can leave us voicemails. Maybe we'll start advertising Oh, my God. Advertising we need that. to start, and then can we play some voicemails? Yeah, we can play it. I could add it onto the uh, podcast. That's really scary because considering the people that listen to our show. Oh, it would be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. That's why we have to do it. I'm, I'm calling just... Mike Jones numbers. I want to see what happens. <laughs> just terrible. No, it's uh, so before, many answers I'm up. before we wrap this episode up. Oh, they... they made it a... Oh, it don't work no more. She really called oh, it, though. No. <laughs> I did. Before, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you guys want to add about black, being black, being entrepreneurial, and, you know, all this stuff? Now they're quiet. Holy shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> say, keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. You're going to have people that turn their noses at you. They're going to be black people who be like, is this quality? Is this good? Da, 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 da. Just keep doing what you do. Do it to the best of your ability. Showcase it. Showcase mm-hmm. it. One thing that I learned with doing direct sales is going to vendor events. Go oh, yeah. out there. I'm not the most extrovert or uh, yeah, extroverted person, mm-hmm. but it helps you to talk to people and to get people to know you. That was like my hardest you. thing to go to those events. Like uh, fucking. Because nobody likes you. Ah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I've been to so many now. It's just like, oh, okay, set up, smile. This is mm-hmm. what I have. You like it? Okay. Okay, they like you, you're good. So. I can't believe that's hard for YouTube, but probably because I'm biased because I, as much shit as we do talk on this podcast, I do love both of these women and I feel like they're so talented and exuberant and I gravitate towards them. So I, I, I find it it's interesting. It's hard. Yeah, you know what it is? I think you, like, you have to overcome, for me, especially personally, having to overcome the whole personal doubt situation is the biggest thing because yeah. even yeah. people- You're the worst critic. Always. It's like when we were just talking about Dean's food and he was kind of like, oh, my food? But like, we're like, yeah, your food is fucking bomb. But obviously there's a tiny bit of something that's holding you back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That It's that tiny bit of something that's holding you back that's not letting you do that. Like even with the the side hustles that I had, it took me like, what, two years to actually go and quit the last nine to five job that I had because I was not completely sure that I can make it happen and it's rough because making paper on just your talent is something that takes a lot of time to do and to like build up that's like jumping in fucking ocean with nothing you don't have paddles absolutely life vest is like what but you have what it takes to make it but it's like right and I always respect those people that do that because I know there is a stigma about people that either all they do is like run their own businesses or maybe mm-hmm. they do kind of like a half and half mm-hmm. and, and act. I don't think it's everybody, but those memes will go around that are like, you know, Oh, y'all don't understand because y'all nine to fivers or whatever. So it almost pits nine to five people again. I wish those people would stop And I do too, because like I'm like, I know so many people that 
run their own shit and they are, they're successful, but they had to give up so much mm -hmm. and they're working every day. It's not nonstop. Like I can come home and I don't have anything else to do for my job unless it's overtime. Mm -hmm. When you're running your own business, that's your baby 24 seven. If that shit ain't popping, you ain't eating. There is no backup right. plan because you don't have another job. So I feel right. like by default, not that everybody's, you know, all jobs matter. I get it. But <laughs> I just feel like when you decide to do something like entrepreneurship, that's mm -hmm. next level. There's no comfort zone, no safety net. That shit ain't for everybody else. Everybody would be doing it. It's it's hard. So my my hat's off to y'all. And when D does his food business, because he'll get out of that. And when you start you know, your cosplay thing. That. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, and you know what the other thing I was going to mention earlier, I totally forgot it. It just came back. But like the whole in our in our black society of like businesses, the whole not enough clients for yourselves. I hope that stops soon. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah. hope this will be the push we needed so that people understand that there's customers and clients available for everybody at all levels of entry points you know what i mean mm -hmm. like because i've seen so much even like on like facebook groups where i'm like following hair pages or like restaurants where people dog each other because they like you were saying like that one bad experience for some reason in the yeah. black society they give them such a hard time with yeah, it, it was just, if it's not 100 percent of each other or they don't but, even recommend them to somebody else like maybe maybe this wasn't for me but i know somebody else who could rock with this that's but what it's i'm not saying for me and just mm -hmm. kind of trying to put somebody on and just not completely giving up of course i don't want anybody just to support a business that doesn't give quality stuff and that is also rude to you because there needs to be improvement in those areas but you know if there's something that you can overlook and it was like a one-time deal sure there's no reason not to go back or not to promote that. and make sure you voice those opinions to people in management or just yes even yeah, if it's like a sole proprietor know. you know they might not know so if you let them know allow them to rectify your your situation before you write a bad review or before you just <laughs> right. bad mouth them to other people it's allow them so, to fix the situation it's first. so easy to go on yelp and google reviews now and oh just yeah leave. Oh terrible yeah. people things. love yelp like they, they be writing dissertations on yelp baby i'm yeah. like oh my god so here's my thing if you're going to write something on yelp and there was a problem and you allowed them to rectify it mm -hmm. put both put okay i had this problem and they fixed it you see what i'm saying right. yeah but I most people it's, it's like anything in human nature people always remember how they're treated instead of what's said which means like whatever you feel especially when it's not happy and it's negative it's what sticks to you that's why you don't hear like all the all the karens that complain about stores when they have a good time at target nobody's pulling a manager aside and saying that cashier was so helpful you know right. what i mean like it's shitty and but... if you are a person that does that more power to you yes it I is to nice because it does happen to do that. very rarely yeah. but it happens it happens very, and that makes rarely. people's day go ahead during this Sorry. So I'm going to backtrack just a little bit here. Yeah, go ahead. So Y'all were talking about the nine to fives and they had their hustle and they're doing nine to five also. Yeah. Cool. So for example, for me, I worked 10 years in corporate and I always had a side hustle, mm -hmm. but I did not let my corporate go because one, the money was still good. Right. And two, you know, I kind of balanced both of them. But the thing is that I got let go of my corporate job, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like I was just out in the water because I already had something started. That's true. 
Yeah. Not like I'm just completely out. What I do is just put all that rest of that energy towards that business. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to have that nine to five and to have that side hustle. Mm -hmm. That's how hustle your approach. I think I think there's this weird thing going on, especially with the I I call it personally the Gary V generation right now, where there's a lot of people who are going towards that entrepreneurial business, but if they look at statistics, only 1% survive still right now. 1% of the people who are starting businesses actually are viable. And then and don't they say it takes like a year or two to really have a business start? Popping? Oh no, it's 10 years to have it's a very, 10 years. 10 years. Oh, wow. That's why it's 1% because Five your first, 10, yeah. like my brother was even like, he was like, I can't believe you actually got clients for your fashion business your first year. Like, because his, his first nine years, he rarely got people like his eight, nine, eight and ninth year. He was like making a little bit of money. I'm talking like when his digital started off, his like top tier clients were paying like five or $600 for what he was doing. And he has now gone to like thousands per client. I can't, I don't think I can say how much right now, unless he wants to. It's okay. He doesn't like his business put out there. Right, right, right. So, you know, it's, you know, and that's his business. Not like, I'm not saying like pocket money. I'm saying like the business is making money like that. So in order to, for him to get there, he actually had like, I want to say almost eight or nine, maybe 10 businesses that failed before he got to where it was i might have to bring him back next week so he can talk about i'm talking he was like trying to sell energy drinks he was trying to do delivery energy drinks before all this delivery shit was happening that's like, crazy he was already he was like too that. ahead of his time that it didn't work <laughs> that's not like that episode because he talked about it like right you have several businesses that just yes. don't make it like you have to go out there and put yourself out there yeah, yeah. And, all, and although he's like typically on the same bullshit as his sister. One thing that really (laughs) stuck out to me was when he was talking about like that 401k plan basically being a trap. And I remember like maybe two weeks later, I was like, this light-skinned nigga's on or something. Because I'm like, that is a lot of money sitting there. And if you invest that right, that could be your ticket out. So you're not- Because look at how many of us are trapped right now. That's what I'm saying. Like your, that's really stuck with me. So Dan, if you listen or whatever, that shit stuck with me for real. Yeah, I'm like, you might be on something with that. I'm going to have to like, reevaluate you know, a lot of that retirement shit. plan. And he was in like, right now, all the businesses are so scared to spend money. Right now is the time to hit, like, right. hit with your marketing, hit with your ads, talk to people because the people who aren't doing anything because they think they're going to lose money are going to get even less money. That's why that 1% survives. You have to be outside of that box. What everybody else is doing, you got to be in the opposite corner of it. And it's mm-hmm. scary when there's nobody else around. It's yep. scary. It's scary to tell people your cakes cost a little bit less right now. Like you can't do shit like that. Cause I've seen it on my, like my, um, baking groups where people are like well everybody's hurting so i dropped my like kits like my cookie kits ten dollars or twenty dollars blah 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 but if you do that the people who are who get used to that won't want to pay your thirty dollar kits anymore you know what i'm saying so when this starts back up they're going to be like well you did it for ten fifteen dollars before why did you double back up when people i know it ain't everybody but typically people uh, find a way to get what they want or see value in. They do. I'm telling um, you. That's why so many people, not saying to go into debt over anything, but that's why yeah. so many people within are your in means. debt because yeah. 
Right. But because you'll pay for something if you really feel like you want it. You'll find a way to get that money for it. So keep y'all prices. How how crackheads got money for crack and they don't even have a job. They got something. Listen. (laughs) You know? Bust that thing open some way. They're they're doing something. I mean, there's always a way if you, there's a will. Isn't that what they say? Like some shit like that. There's a will or some way. Yep. So, you know, like, because here's the thing, like, People were like sending some people messages about cakes or cookies being too expensive, but the people who have the money to want the luxury right now are still paying for these cakes. Yeah. Like, and so much so now because people miss that sense of normalcy that they had right. before all right. of this stuff happened. So they're willing to shell out the cash if they have it, even if Uncle Sam is providing it right now, I just mean, to right. have a little smidgen of normalcy. Like, just for my example, so, like, you can go to Walmart and get a birthday cake with plastic, like, superheroes on it for, like, what, $10, $15 probably? A little bit more than that. 20, Definitely more than that, 20, but I what you're saying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, if somebody is willing to shell out $70 or $80 for a cake, it's because that's what they want. Like, right. what they want. Because they, they want the special. quality is going to be there. Right. And the and then flavor on, is going to be there, too. The flavor is going to be there. And then we are in a generation, for anybody who's listening, because um, <clears throat> I feel like Dorinda and CJ were giving great advice because they really do live this shit. People are all about something that is... Um, IG worthy, something that is oh, can go yeah. on social media. So if your cake look bomb enough, it's going on social media. This t-shirt can't wait to tag the business. Like, like you gotta see, make it yummy for social media. Because I mean, think about it. Like, so the cake I just sold is in the night in the shape of a four. It's for a four-year-old. It wasn't for the kid, it was for the parents, if you think about it. The oh, kid, what are you talking about? It's always for the parents. What are you <laughs> We do this shit for us. <laughs> and, but yeah. what I'm saying is that four-year-old don't know the difference between the Walmart cake and the specialized cake no. that came out of the no. pseudo baker. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, plug, plug. But what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like it 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 could have easily been a Kroger cake or a Walmart cake, but because that's what they wanted. They she did a she was telling me that she did a whole theme around the heroes. Like her whole house was done up. So I know oh she nice. this lady was willing to spend that much money because that's the luxury that she was after for the special occasion. So when people are like, "Oh, Little I'm going to lower my making prices. dreams come true one party at a time." <laughs> it's true because I've even seen people like, "Well, why are you charging like $3,000 to set up a party?" I'm like, "But celebrities are out here throwing Five hundred thousand dollar parties for their two year old. Wait a minute, pause. That, that's how much you charge? No. <laughs> oh, I was no, I was about to apply. Oh, the, like, the, the three ca- the three K is only if great. I do the full table. The no, full I mean, everything. I think yeah, that's great because I I know we all appreciate aesthetically how something looks, especially because yeah. we're all like foodies. So I'll see Dorinda making her vegan stuff because you know she. Oh yeah, y'all the same person. Y'all. <laughs> we, oh yeah, we do. We may be. So she'll things. she'll put her stuff. She up said they witchy things too the other day. Yeah, so it's about how it like looks. No, it's so true. those tables and stuff, it's aesthetically pleasing. The stuff tastes good. I really don't question the price because I'm you're paying for that experience. That's the thing. I want like I, I that's forever what see I forever see people All talking day. about using like Walmart butter in their cakes, and I was like, I can't. I what is that? Do what does that mean? I don't you, know. What that I don't means. understand your accent. <laughs> Mine is Earth Balance all the way, guys. Just so you know, Earth. Yes, Earth Balance. <laughs> like there's, there's. When no. I make macaroni, mm-hmm. I can't. I use Gouda and Asiago. See? Oh yes. It has to be smoked Gouda and Asiago. Fuck a Velveeta. I can't do it. <laughs> no. It has to be. Or like. 
Or I'm like, gonna uh, tell you the last time I had like processed cheese because it's like it has to oh, be so real gross. shit, oh, real or geez. it has to be um like because Dorinda purposely, I think she did this to try to turn me out. She left um some of her vegan stuff in my refrigerator. Oh, it was Dorinda that left all that stuff. That was our. So when she went back home, I was like, my refrigerator is bullshit. We ain't finna eat this. Then I, I remember hitting her up probably a week or two later, like, girl. So it tastes just like real blah blah blah. Like, I was mm-hmm. so excited. You just gotta cook it right. And, you, it, you know, it was really good. People people don't realize you can just cook it right. Like, but that's the thing. Like I was my other business, my fashion thing, where I go into people's closets and like redo their fucking and outfits steal. or closets. Not not steal. Joanne <laughs> the scammer. <laughs> the scammer. No. <laughs> gonna have to beep that out so nobody knows my real name (laughs) just no seriously like so like one of the last ones i did i haven't put too much effort into that because i'm running this podcasting more i feel like is my thing now but one of the last ones i did my mom was like you charged how much but this lady i probably worked in her house for like six hours and outside of that i probably went shopping for a couple of pieces that she wanted including like a jewelry armoire and things like that and it was like a almost 800 dollars job in two days so like when people are actually looking for those things it doesn't really matter and i i would have never thought she would be into that that's why you can't like fucking judge a book, by its, judge cover. A book by its cover especially in yeah. texas they'll be in dirt knee high but then they have like fucking ranches and stuff that you know in a limousine company and here come my little (laughs) she don't listen okay good night baby but you know what i'm saying so and to my point of that is that i think a lot we're so consumed with all of the other things we were taught to believe as black communities that we kind of adhere to it and that's why we're so pungently like rude to other businesses when you have a business where you mm-hmm. go to places and things don't work out right. You know what I mean? That everybody expect everybody to be like a target. You can't do that, especially when really I will say I become unglued when it comes to the customer service thing because mm-hmm. I give tip top customer service. Always have. I'm very polite. I'm personable. I treat everyone the same. Well, if I go somewhere and a motherfucker want to come at me yeah, crazy, that's, that's I become. I will. I will, I will say that. The reason, the other reason for, the for that is like the, uh, the being humbled by the things that you do and being appreciative of having clients and customers is also very important because if you don't feel that way, you come off what D is saying, doing all of that rudeness and stuff because they can take their money somewhere else. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. There's, there's like just in Mansfield, I Google, there's like home bakeries like up the yin yang here. But if somebody is choosing to spend their hundred bucks here with me to make this, like to have this cake for a kiddo, then I'm going to put my blood, sweat and tears into it. So it'll be worth their hundred dollars. And not to mention like last couple of cakes, like this one was a word of mouth. And the one before that was a word of mouth. That means that as long as you produce quality, it'll just keep going. It's like Dorinda's too, like word of mouth. Your money is going to like, you just being kind and having quality. Yes it's that money is going to make more money for you because these people are going to do the work for you you ain't even gotta like do too much when you have at least a few people that are like hey i may not need anything continuously but i'll tell somebody else and then you can have that rolling revenue oh coming in because you're not I, a fucking asshole 
one of the one of the clients that I had ended up being somebody I didn't know their connection, but she had her because I had taken a part uh, a party cake under my wings and I actually gave it away to the person who needed it because she was trying to start her own business and I was like I'm not even gonna charge you, but you know what happens when you do that? Fucking shit comes right back to you, and then you end up having three more clients from that one party because three people there had your fucking cake, mm-hmm. and they were like shit. Where's her fucking card? And they end up contacting you. You get more back when you give more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's so the true. biggest thing. And I think a lot of people forgot that too. Like, it's so sad. I hate reading some of the Facebook posts. I really do. But anyway, anything else for the last minute before we go? I know I keep saying that. We do need to wrap it up. But yeah, I'm I'm good. Are y'all done going in on CJ? Sure. We done? <laughs> Never we done. done for the day. No. We done well, for at the least day? for the next couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, till we do our next <laughs> we episode our in a few minutes. Well, then, if you have enjoyed our episode thus far, make sure that you subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like and comment. Hit that notification bell. For hit the all... button. Yes. Hello. Yes. Check out Dorinda's Juneteenth. Check out Dorinda. Come on. I love that yeah. shirt. I really do. I need one in my life. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to go check the website out. I'm gonna make Rob wear it too. By the this way, this is what the shirt out. makes you feel like. God, this is every fucking episode. Just oh, Dorinda, I see. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep yes! talking. Just gonna it's all four. Keep... <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> terrible. Oh That's my god. That's the part god. you edit, D. That's the part you edit. Oh Look at him. Make Look it go him. in slow motion. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, so check out check out all our episodes. Our triangle episodes drop on Thursday every week at noon central. If you're into current events, we have a funnier episode um, that we talk about real events around the world. It's our low, 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 low brown news <laughs> on Mondays at 9 a.m. Central as well. <sighs> they do it like this in Japan. No. Stop, dude. You did that last <laughs> time, too. That's how they count. They overlap. They don't go like They overlap. They overlap. They overlap. <laughs> anyway, on that note, stay woke, stay blessed, logical, and safe. If you're Black, stay Black. If you're not, support POCs and Allies Unite. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>